I've preached a different world. All my children, friends, good trouble. Today I want to preach blackish. Lord, bless your word. Bless your preacher. Your words, my mouth. Let your word do its work. In Jesus' name. Amen. Anti blackness is a real issue in our world. Only the naive or people who are committed to living in denial will say that anti-blackness is not a thing in our world. For those of us who have been kissed by nature's son, we can attest and testify to the reality of anti-blackness in everyday life whether it is the anti-blackness of black being associated with negativity or the anti-blackness of having to be twice as good to get the same recognition. Anti-blackness is a real issue. Whether it is the anti-blackness of black women being stereotyped as B's and H's, Black men being stereotyped as criminals, hoodlums, and thugs. Anti-blackness is a real issue. Whether it is the anti-blackness of dissing, degrading, and demeaning us and ours, or the anti-blackness of believing the lie that we are inferior, substandard, and less than. Anti-blackness is a real issue. Whether it is the anti-blackness of unarmed black people being killed week after week, month after month, year after year, Eric Garner, Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, or the anti-blackness of people in these United States having the audacity to say that slavery benefited black people. Anti-blackness is a real issue. Whether it is the anti-blackness of redlining that is taking place in Southeast Raleigh, gerrymandering of political districts, or the anti-blackness of social promotion, low academic expectations that feeds the public school to prison pipeline, or the anti-blackness of us being followed in Crabtree in South Point, where we have the money to buy what we want to buy, but being treated as criminals, all because we are in public space 
shopping, which is our right. Some of you won't hear me today, but wake up and smell the coffee. Anti-blackness is a real issue. And while anti-blackness is a real issue, Watch Chapel, the God of the Bible who we serve, love, and adore is not an advocate, proponent, or endorser of anti-black sentiment. Preach this, Pastor White. The God of the Bible who we love and serve is not discriminatory, partial, or racist, but the God of the Bible loves red, yellow, black, brown, beige, and white. We are all precious in the sight of the God of the Bible. We ought never confuse Watch Chapel people who have historically and still use Christianity as a means of oppression with the God of the Bible who is a God of love and liberation. Christianity is not the white man's religion. Preach this, Pastor. God is not a white racist. For those who can walk with me this morning, the oldest Christian church is not in Yugoslavia, is not in Siberia, but the oldest Christian church right now is on the continent of Africa where there are people that look like you and I who love God, who worship Jesus, and who acknowledge that he's our Savior, Redeemer, and Lord. Preach this, Pastor. The God of the Bible does not affirm, endorse, or support discrimination, partiality, or racism. But rather, the God of the Bible has and does use blackish people to do the work of the kingdom. According to this Old Testament story, God is not anti black, watch chapel. But God uses blackish people to bring glory to his name, do good, and represent his interests in the world. Despite the negative imagery and stereotypes about people of African descent, God, according to this text, is using a blackish man by the name of Ebed Malek as a holy hero. Ebed Malek, hear me, watch chapel, an Ethiopian, is a man of God who God is using as a holy hero to save the life of Jeremiah. According to the text, Jeremiah, the preacher prophet, has been thrown into a cistern for the purpose of starving him to death. If you know something about Jeremiah, he is one of the most courageous preacher prophets in the Bible. Consequently, Jeremiah has gotten in trouble with King Zedekiah because of his audacity to preach what thus saith the Lord. Jeremiah is in such trouble, watch chapel, that those who work in the administration and cabinet of Zedekiah have made up their mind to throw Jeremiah into a cistern so he will starve to death. 
when Ebed-Melech finds out what has happened to a fellow lover of Almighty God, Ebed-Melech decides not to sit on the sideline, not to act as if an injustice has not happened, but Ebed-Melech has made up in his mind he is going to do what he can to be used by God to save the life of a man of God. According to the text, watch that, for God uses Ebed-Melech as a holy hero to save the life of Jeremiah. Ebed-Melech is a man of African descent who is from the country of Ethiopia, which makes him blackish. According to the text, watch chapel, Ebed-Melech is a man of God. Notice Ebed-Melech is not a bully or a goon. Ebed-Melech is not a killer or a hitter. Ebed-Melech is not a hood or a hoodlum. Ebed-Melech is not a gangster or a roughneck, nor is Ebed-Melech an op. Can I preach this? But Ebed-Melech is a man of God who is used by God to do the work of the kingdom. Let me preach this the way I feel like preaching. Ebed-Melech is not Big Meech or Debo. Ebed-Melech is not Tommy or Ghost. Ebed-Melech is not Stringer or Avon or Webay. Ebed-Melech is not Omar Marlowe or Franklin Saint, Nino Brown or Frank Lucas, but Ebed-Melech is a man of God that God is using for the work of the kingdom. And let me preach this to those who need to hear it on this Sunday morning. You need men of God in your life. Brothers, you need friends that are men of God. Sisters, by all means, help me preach this. You don't need a gangster, a roughneck, regardless of what MC Light said. You need a man of God in your life. Mess around with the gangster if you want to. Be friends, brothers, with gangsters and you want to. You will find yourself in a place you don't want to be doing something you don't want to do for a time that is not confined to your freedom. Help me preach this. But you will find yourself on lock. Can I preach this in here? Doing something you don't want to do. You need a man of God in your life. You need to date a man of God. You need to marry a man of God. You need friends who are men of God. You need neighbors who are men of God. Sisters, can I preach this and pick on you? You ain't had a man till you've had a man of God. <clears throat> ain't nobody talking to me in here. You ain't had a real man till you've had a brother who's going to pray with you, who's going to encourage you, who's going to speak life to you, who's going to protect you, who's going to forgive you, who's going to encourage you, who's going to go the second mile for you to hell with the ruckneck. You need a man of God. Brothers, we don't need thugs in our lives. You need a brother who can back up. Amen, somebody. But you don't need somebody starting a fight with a chip on his shoulder, with an attitude just to have an attitude. You're going to find yourself six feet deep 
carried by six or judged by nine unnecessarily because he got a temper problem trying to prove his manhood by doing time instead of doing what God calls him to do. You need and we need Ebed-Melech in our lives. God uses blackish people to do the work of the kingdom and God is using a blackish man by the name of Ebed-Melech to do the work of the kingdom. I said God uses blackish folk to do the work of the kingdom. How does God use? Or what makes Ebed-Melech so usable that God glorifies him 3,000 years later, and he has lifted on this second Sunday in the life of Watch Out. But God uses Ebed-Melech, or what makes him usable is that he has eyes that see. And if we want to be usable by God, Watch Chapel, we need eyes that see. Ebed-Melech sees that Jeremiah has become victimized by injustice. Jeremiah is a preacher prophet who is called by God to do the work of the kingdom. Consequently, Jeremiah is preaching not what is popular, but Jeremiah is preaching what God is calling him to preach. As Jeremiah is preaching what God is calling him to preach, everybody doesn't like it. Everybody doesn't agree with it. Consequently, Jeremiah is thrown into a cistern for the purpose of starving him to death. While Jeremiah is subjected to injustice, Ebed-Melech has eyes that see what is taking place. It's wrong for this brother to be thrown into a cistern. It's wrong for black people to be subjected to racial injustice. It's wrong for some kids to be educated in a way that other children are not educated. It's wrong, come we preach this watch chapel, for some people to go to bed hungry while there's pot where there's a surplus in this land it's wrong for some countries to be ignored by the United States of America while other countries get preferential treatment. There's some things that he see. Can I preach this? And when you have eyes that see, you can be used by Almighty God. Some of y'all know I was going here. Amen. Yes, yes, yes. It's wrong to see black folk get beat and attacked for doing their job in Montgomery, Alabama. Dead wrong. But if you're going to be used by God, ain't nobody helping me this morning. You got eyes that see injustice when it's done to people who are just doing their job. Can I preach this up in here? And if you're going to be used by God, watch chapel, you got to have eyes that see. Not just eyes that see, but you got to have a heart that feels. Can I preach this? 
It's one thing to see wrong being done. It's one thing to see injustice. It's one thing to see partiality and discrimination. It's one thing to see the wicked prospering and the righteous suffering. It's one thing to see it, but it's another thing to have a heart that feels. Sometimes we can see it, but our heart has become so small. Our heart has become so hard. Our heart has become so callous, indifferent that we can see it and we should feel it, but we don't because we have become cynical. We've become numb. We've become mean. We've allowed the Holy Spirit no longer to prick our head, heart, and mind. Consequently, we see it, but we don't feel it, and we walk the other way. Can I preach this? But if we're going to be used by God, watch chapel, we just don't need eyes that see. We need a heart that feels. You need a heart that feels what's going on in the life of somebody else. Can I preach this? The word, the word, maybe the word I ought to use is compassion. That means I suffer with you. That could be me with no clothes. Can I preach this? That could be me with no shoes. That could be me having to walk 6.2 miles for clean water. That could be me having to struggle every day. That could be me thrown into a cistern un in un for something I've done right. That could be me going through unnecessarily. I just don't need eyes that see. I need a heart that feels. Don't just need eyes that see. Don't just need a heart that feels. But I need hands that help. I can see it. I can feel it. But I hadn't been used by God. Until my hands help. Look at the text, watch chapel. Jeremiah sees what's been done. Ebed-Melech sees what's been done to Jeremiah. He feels in his heart, that could be me. But he just doesn't stop there. He has hands that help. He goes to the same king that exiled Jeremiah to the cistern, asked for help. Amen. Goes to get some towels and rags. Gets some help and throws the rags and towels down into the cistern to lift Jeremiah up out of the cistern. Are my hands willing to help? I can see it. I can feel it. But am I willing to help to make a difference? Can I preach this? Watch chapel. Praise be to God that God has given us hands. Not just hands to clap, not just hands to lift, but hands also to help. If God's going to use us, I need eyes that see. I need a heart that feels. I need hands that help. Y'all knew I was going to come back here. Amen, somebody. It's one thing to see a brother getting beat. 
unnecessarily undeservedly. But my gosh, a new bat cold, throw your hat up in the air. Y'all ain't talking to me in here. Brother Dove, like amen somebody, recruit him to the Howard University swim team. Swear in dirty, muddy water because he had hands that helped. Y'all ain't talking to me. Brothers came from far and near because somebody threw a hat in the air. Y'all ain't talking to me because they had hands that were willing to help. I didn't say harm. I didn't say it, but hands that were willing to help. And sometimes when you see wrong, when you see injustice, you need hands that are willing to help. Can I preach this? If God's going to use you, you need eyes that see. You need a heart that feel. You need hands that help. But the good news of the story is not just that Jeremiah has been saved and delivered and set free from the cistern, but the good news of the story is in Jeremiah chapter 39 where Babylon, the whole city, is going to be destroyed. God remembers Ebed-Melech and remembers what Ebed-Melech did for Jeremiah. And when the whole city had a prophecy of disaster and destruction, God had a rhema word for Ebed-Melech said, I remember what you did for the prophet. I remember what you did for Jeremiah a few years ago. And everybody is going to die except you. Because you were a blessing, I'm going to bless you. Because you allowed me to use you, I'm going to save and deliver you. Let me help somebody right now as I go to my seat. When you let God use you, God's going to bless your life. I said, when you let God use you, God will bless you. Anybody got a show enough testimony that you are blessed all because you let God use you? I ain't perfect. I got my flaws. I got my stuff. I got my issues. But I can say I'm blessed because God used me. Don't negate how good God is or what God can do because you let God use you. You opened the door for somebody. You gave somebody a cold glass of water. You adopted a child in Rwanda. You gave somebody without expecting back. And now look at what God has done. Look at what God's doing in your life. Everybody else going through, but you got a testimony. They don't have joy, but you got joy. You got a testimony. You got a shout. You got happiness. You got peace. You got a story. You've been saved. You've been delivered. You've been set free. All because you let God use you. So keep on doing the work of the kingdom. Keep on preaching. Keep on serving. Keep on leading. And one of these days, I said one of these days, when God cracks the sky, he's going to say, well done. Well done. Good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. Now come be ruler over many. But until that time comes, I'm blessed right here on earth. Anybody?
anybody blessed right now? Do you know you're blessed? Do you know you're blessed? I'm blessed in the city. I'm blessed on Sunday. I'm blessed with family. I'm blessed with friends. I'm blessed with a testimony. I'm blessed with good preaching. I'm blessed with good singing. I said I'm blessed. Count your blessing. Name them. because God used you. Everybody else is destroyed. Go home and read Jeremiah 39. But he bet Malek get saved and delivered. Eyes that see, a heart that feels, hands that help. Can I, can, can I tell you this? Don't let people convince you to believe that Christianity is for white folk. You can't run that game on me. If you know your history, you can't run that game on you. Amen. They, some people used it as a tool of oppression. But praise God for black folk in America. Praise God for Gabriel Prosser, Denmark BC. Praise God for John Brown. Praise God for, y'all ain't talking to me. If you know Biggie, you ought to know Nat Turner. Y'all ain't talking to me. If you, you know Scissor, amen. You ought to know Gabriel Prosser. Y'all ain't talking to me in here. Somebody, if you're able, stand to your feet. Somebody this morning, my sister, my brother, God wants to use you. God wants to use you, my sister, my brother. It begins with a relationship with Jesus. God has a plan for you. God wants, only time, we only hear about Ebed-Melech two times in the Bible. Look at God. God uses blackish folk. Somebody, my, God wants to use you, my sister. God wants to use you, my brother. It begins with a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Somebody who doesn't have a church home, somebody who's not saved, I want you to come from wherever you are today, my sister, my brother. Accept Jesus as your Savior. Unite with Watch Chapel. Come from wherever you are. There's somebody who needs a church home, who needs to accept Jesus this morning, come on, sister, come on, brother. Maybe a family. You come from, we can walk down the aisle now. Come on, sister, come on, brother. Wherever you are, 
wherever you are, come from wherever you are. God wants to use you, but it begins with a relationship with Jesus Christ. You say, but you don't have a church home. Come, come on, sister. Come on, brother. Family, come from wherever you are. If you're here this morning, raise your hand. Unite with Watch Chapel. Is there one on this Lord's Day morning? You're here. My brother, my sister. Lord, draw on somebody's heart right now. Compel them to come by the power of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Ask your neighbor to your right or to your left or in front of you, behind you. Do you want to accept Jesus today? Do you want to unite with the church? They're not going to beat you up. They got, these hands are holy. <laughs> these hands is holy. Come on down. Come on. Come on. Here's somebody coming right now. Look at God. See? Amen. Young lady coming right now. Have a seat right there on the front row. Amen. Just prayed over her, anointed her. Look at God. Let me tell you now, it ain't the, it's the small stuff, amen? Just speak to somebody. Just smile. A smile ministry. A speaking ministry. Hey, how you doing? You don't know, you don't know? I can't find a date. Just smile. Speak. Amen. This word was for you in some way, shape, or form. You want to be more usable. And this word convicted you. I want you to come to the altar. Holy Spirit's leading me to pray over some people. You just... You want to be more usable. You want to be more usable to God. Come on down to the altar. Come... Come step all the way forward. Amen. Step all the way forward. You want to, this word challenged you in some way, shape, or form. You recognize opportunities that you have to be used. Got opportunities at work. Got opportunities. Classes about to start. You're a faculty person. You're a Professor, you're a you're security, you're a police. Amen. God can use us not just in the choir stand or the pulpit. God uses us everywhere. People can see your light. People can see the Holy Ghost in you. Can I make this plain to somebody? Sometimes your testimony is just saying, I'm good. Some of y'all ain't get that. Y'all will get it later. You're, sometimes that's your testimony. Be like, oh, he, she different. He different. They different. Just by you saying, no, nah, I'm good. You, you do you, but I'm good. They'd be like, wow. Most people don't turn that down, but 
some of y'all getting it now. Amen. Lord, I pray right now for every man and woman at this altar, every person gathered on this Lord's Day morning, those who are watching virtually, pray now, God, that you might use Watch Chapel not just at 3703 Tryon, but use us wherever we go. Every man and woman, use us at our places of employment, our neighborhoods, where we traffic, where we interact, where we go, where we flow. Let our light shine. Use us for your glory. May our tongue and speech be seasoned with salt. Holy Spirit, fill us in such a way that we might manifest the fruit of the Spirit and how we act and how we respond and how we interact. Give us the wherewithal to resist temptation. And as you, are, as you promote us, let us give you credit. Touch now, strengthen in Jesus' name. Let the people of God say amen. 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 Now look at your neighbor, say, let God use you. Watch Chapel, I want to introduce you to Sister Faith Jones, who comes as a candidate for baptism. Let's give the Lord a hand praise for this young lady. Amen. Sister Faith, you made a great decision. Amen. A decision to accept Jesus as your Savior and Lord. It's one of the best decisions you're going to make in your life. Amen. And this decision is going to touch every other decision you make when you take the Lord seriously. Amen. We're glad you've made this decision. We're glad that you're a part of our church family. You're going to receive some information in the very near future concerning baptism, concerning what it means to be a Christian, follower of the Lord Jesus. We're going to get you discipled here in the life of Watch Chapel. And we're glad you've made this decision. Amen. We have something to give you. One, two, three. Amen. Let's give the Lord a hand praise for this young lady. You can follow Sister Cassandra. Amen. Remember, Watch Chapel, we no longer need the ushers to help us exit. Amen. But, amen, we want to give the right away to those with walkers. Amen. With rollators. Amen or who just may be moving slow. Amen. May the grace of our Savior, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with us until we shall meet again. The people of God said amen. 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 amen.